welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about our favorite Star Wars books, like the Fate of the Jedi series, which we just spent 18 months reading. Maybe you've heard of it. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And that's a good dog laying down on his cushion. This week on Forever Canon, we, as we mentioned last week, finished fate of the jedi series by wrapping up book nine apocalypse another book nine series what (laughs) (laughs) another book nine series with author threes (laughs) and we got all the way through it you know and most of it was really good man we harped enough on on the sour notes and the disconnected points all the way through if you want to hear about that go check it out (laughs) but Today, there's a lot of content to listen to. We're going to just recap the whole thing quickly. And yep. so, Tim, explain the series. Explain the, explain the series While myself. my dog licks himself. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry just a little anybody, background Sorry noise. if anybody can hear that. <laughs> well, we got some information, very little on Celestials. Let yeah. the, walk them in. Then, big bad, Abeloth. Uh, For the whatever record, it is. Uh, I've blindsided Tim with this question. I Absolutely. did not give him any, any heads up that I was going to make him do everything at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> and then what have we got? We got Luke and Ben and their whole travel across across the thing, learning new stuff, following Jason's footsteps. Secret journey. Learning the lightning rod technique, which they don't use. The, the well, We don't need We'll get to details. They do the mind walking thing. Uh, Here's what I got for you. Yes, please. Here's what I got for you. Because I got nothing. Here comes a a life jacket. (laughs) Yeah. The Jedi Order and the Skywalker Solo family are forced to face the consequences of their failures over the course of this whole series. Starting with the beginning of the book. Hey, you didn't stop the bad guy. Good enough. Get out of here. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's the beginning of the series. And we set that up all the way through. It's... Uh, facing your, the consequences of your choices, of your actions, of your failures, with enemies and repercussions so large that Coruscant faces a cataclysm. The Jedi banish themselves to a disparate part of the galaxy. It's about reclaiming and rebuilding and rediscovering family. It's about first loves, old loves, strong loves, and newly bonded loves. It's about right or wrong. There will be challenges to face. Mm-hmm. That's why have with a little forethought. <laughs> a big, big theme across this whole series of family and reconciliation and redemption. The yeah. the whole series, closure mm-hmm. on the mistakes that we made and the people we lost, especially. But that's just a general overview of the whole series. Let's quickly go through book by book the basic plots of uh, what happened. Nine books, man. A year and a half we spent reading this. Yeah, that's a lot. Phew. And uh, to, to that point, we're just going to skim details and the plot points here and the summaries. If you want to get in-depth, go check out the previous 83 episodes and probably 83 hours of us <laughs> discussing these books. It's a lot. In depth. <laughs> Four chapters at a time. Every week. Book one, Outcast by Aaron Alston. Luke is guilty of not saving Jason and he's exiled from the Galactic Alliance by the Galactic Alliance. 
Ben joins him to retrace Jason's mystery journey. The Jedi are going crazy. But why? Ah, they have powers they shouldn't know how to use. Why? Ah, we don't know. Han and Leia and Alana go to Kessel to commune with ancient computer ghosts and then blow them up. Luke and Ben go to Doran to Keldor to speak to the Keldor and meet the Baron Dosages sages and learns lightning rod power and then overthrows their secret society. Jaina captures crazy Seth Helen, puts him in the Jedi temple basement. That's our first book. Yeah, we get some setup for... Luke is kicked off of Coruscant. The Jedi are uh, a persona non grata. They're bad guys now in the public's eyes because Jason just went crazy Sith and people don't really know the difference between Jedi and Sith. You're all just wizards. Yeah, yeah, one's a bad wizard. So Luke and Ben head out on this journey across the galaxy and the first thing they do is go absolutely upset millions of years of of a culture. (laughs) Han and Leia take us to Kessel to introduce computer ghosts. Mm Mm-hmm. Like right away in the first book. Yeah. And then that that's all that happens a lot later towards the yeah. end. Computer ghosts become a big deal. Alana gets reached out to by what ends up being Abeloth. There's some some creepy tentacle force presence that reaches out and touches her there. That's and then the Jedi are going crazy. Uh first Valen Horn and then Seth Helen by the end of the book and Jaina with her dark meld team. Uh, yeah, captures him. Yeah, do do any of the rest of them go crazy in this book, or just those two? I think Gisela goes crazy at the beginning of the next book. Oh, okay, but that's the first book. Jedi are going crazy. Luke is banished from Coruscant, and thus the Jedi Order. And something weird is happening at Kessel with ancient crystals and magic near the Maw. Yeah, right. That's kind of just sets our tone for the nine books. There's something, there's a, a strange mystery happening, like a inexplicable mystical mystery. Also, there's going to be a lot of law and order. <laughs> Kong Kong, Luke, guilty. Yeah. And then we have like courtroom drama the entire series. Yeah. That that carries through the whole time. And the Jedi are going crazy. And that's going to be a problem for a while. Mm-hmm. And And more to the point, the dissent among the public, among the general population that the Jedi maybe aren't the heroes that they are. Uh, yeah, they attract. They attract more uh, danger than they help. Kind of, especially deal. here at Coruscant. My God, so that's pretty much Outcast. What was cool in the first book? Well, I, I actually liked that they showed a lot more because we were getting into the more. What is it? Not. Hmm. You said mystical. We're going to go Mythological is the word I came across while doing these notes. Yeah. And do you remember like six months ago, <laughs> we were struggling on an M word so hard. And I was like, it's at the top of one of these pages. I think that might've been it. Yeah. Myth, myth, mythical. I almost said mystological. Oh my God. <laughs> you get it. Yes. A lot of mythical, mythological, almost theological Uncommon style. Star Wars. Yeah. Themes. Which I think we brought up at the time yeah. as well. Yeah. And like, I, I thought it was really cool that the book, you know, the series starts with Luke Skywalker's kicked mm-hmm. off of the government planet. Yeah, which He's banished from happen. the Galactic Alliance, which is most of civilized uh, territory out in the galaxy. He's the, he's the leader of one of the major powers on Coruscant. It's like kicking out yeah. the 
the leader the of the president GA. of wizards <laughs> yeah who's the nicest one mm. and then you know kent hamner ends up in charge and stuff that was cool what about uh things that paid off or carried forward not the lightning power nope nope that didn't that did not come up especially when all the bad guys throw lightning around a lot i really thought it could have been like ben's gonna die and then luke's like i'm a lightning rod Let's save my son. Take a couple of zaps. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Not that. That didn't pay for it. Computer ghosts, though. Yeah, that, that ended up coming up. <laughs> I didn't really understand what was happening when they originally went in the caves when we were reading the first book. But yeah, that, that it's just giving us, setting the stage for a spirit, a sentient spirit inside of a machine. Mm-hmm. Which then again, isn't really even that important later. We got to get to the computer core and stop Avaloth. But yeah. then like, we don't. She comes out of the... Computer core. It's like it's, it's like, like the fully formed thing. The um the topic of celestials was cool, and then <laughs> and maybe that's okay, right? Like maybe that's like we're gonna introduce a very very big thing that's too big to explain in the middle of the series. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna explain our bad guy, and then you don't. But like we'll we'll just leave this giant topic here to pick away at through more decades of books that they probably were assuming was gonna happen, right? So like that's not that big of a deal. Uh, there was a needy voice near the maw. Check. Yep. That's, that... that's the first time. The Jedi are going crazy and we don't know why. Alana hears a voice calling out to here, here <laughs> at the maw. And it's a connection that we don't know yet. Yeah. That's cool. Book two. Omen by Christy Golden. We go to Kesh. We meet the lost tribe. Vistara. The ship comes. There's prophecies protectors and destructors. I almost said protesters, but that actually is kind of true. (laughs) (laughs) Luke and Ben find the Ang-T, the microphone aliens with ancient garbage collection. Luke touches a pyramid and feels a disturbance in the maw. Alana gets a pet. There's crazy time at the zoo. Yaquil, I think, goes crazy at the zoo. And it's just Jedi losing their minds. The Jedi look bad in public again. Tahiri gets arrested for murdering Gil Pelion and put on trial. So what was cool about book two, Omen? I'll start. I thought I liked the law and order stuff. Yeah. As much as it was like a tempo change and even like a a tone change from everything else that was happening in the books with, you know, Luke and Ben on their wild journey, cutting back to like a a grounding, um, relatable (laughs) scene where every time we come to the courtroom or whatever, or just, I guess she gets arrested at the end, doesn't she? Anyways. I just thought Tahiri having to pay for the crime of murdering Gil Pelion was awesome because that was bullshit in the last series. Yeah. That sucked so bad that she did that. It sucked for her. It sucked for him. It just was terrible. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. And it was, was fun. it was something that the Jedi never really seemed to have to pay for the things they do. Which is a massive theme of this entire book, starting with the first one, Luke gets yeah. kicked off. Book two, hey, you're arrested also, Tahiri. Murder. Because, like, yeah, you guys are just murdering people. <laughs> you were a bad guy at the time. But, guys. Yeah, cut it out. Consequences. <laughs> you know, and this is all being brought on by Dalla, mm-hmm. who is, always has a sad, not sad spot, sour spot against yeah, the Jedi. Has forever. And always... Has this rigid, authorial, uh, you'll pay for your crimes type of thing. Justice yeah. bent to her. And, and so, like, it, you know, that comes together. Yeah, rigid follower of the law. for Prosecuting those. the Jedi for their failures and their crimes. That's pretty cool. What paid off moving on? Obviously, everything, really. Because we meet 
the Sith and we need Vistara. Yeah. And ship comes back yeah, this... and, and, and the Kashiri and their whole planet and their history. And then the prophecy of protectors and destroyers. Yeah. This was a big, big story builder for moving yeah, forward. Yeah, World this building. Book. This is a big world building book. We didn't need that so much in the first book. We stayed kind of in established territory. Yeah. And then in this book, we introduce an entire new planet, a new civilization that's been lost for 5,000 years. Just the whole... A lot of that carries forward and pays off throughout the story. Mm. It's really good. Um, Alana getting a pet. That ends up being a big deal. That Nexu saves her multiple times. Yeah, and it listens for being and, a giant murder cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just... <laughs> Gotta get the right trainer, right? Yeah, I guess so. That was cool. I don't know. What else is cool in this book? I oh, Let's talk about the Ang T. That's where I was going. Go ahead, then. <laughs> uh, going to the Ang T and... Ben, Ben doing the, that's where he learned the flow walking. Right. That was, really, I forgot that Ben learned how to flow walk. Yeah. It didn't Why pay did off I forget in that? any way. Cause it's evil magic that you'll never use. Yeah. You're not supposed to do it. It's bad. And that, bad well, I guess that it's does pay off time. later when they say he changed this. Yeah. And he maybe, messed with time. and maybe then that's like, Hey, you know what Ben's going to have to do at some point flow walk back in time and face Jason before he sees his vision at the throne or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that is setting up, I think a confrontation between Ben and past Jason. Now come to think of it now, like out of the story, like uh, being done, everything thinking about that. Now, why did Ben learn to flow walk? Who else knew how to flow walk? Jason. Yeah. Well, let's think about that contentious relationship and the way everything ended. Right. Mm-hmm. And then think about how, yeah, it's, uh, it's all your fault, Jason. <laughs> you ruined the world, bro. Yeah, adds so a maybe, temptation to Ben too. To maybe as a way to get Vistara, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, here's how I save her from never letting any of that happen. Cool <laughs> book trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, the Ang T though, more specifically, like they were weird aliens, and yeah, learning flow walking was a big deal. What else did they? Uh, the garbage pile. The the, the touching the pyramid. And which I really I, wanted to go back and get that pyramid. I, I, yeah. <laughs> like that's one of the things <laughs> that you're playing. Like, like say you're playing Skyrim or something. And you're like, I'm shouldn't be stealing this because everyone is looking at me, but I'm gonna anyways. Or, or like even just in general, like mm, any, any game or there's a locked chest in this room and I will do I'm everything. Come to back do for it. I'll be back for that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you must be level 18 to open. And I'll be back for you, fella. <laughs> I'll get that cryo gun and follow for Don't you worry about it. All right, let's keep moving. Yeah. Book three, Abyss by Troy Denning, where Luke and Ben snake rodeo into the Maw and they meet the Mind Walkers. They're special named places. The Font of Power. The Fountain of Knowledge. Pool of Knowledge. Frick. Was there a fountain? That's a font. Font. Duh! <laughs> <laughs> and then there was... Uh, was there another thing? There was, was the the mists of forgetfulness and, and the and what was the the dead people pond called? Oh, the lake of apparitions. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that dead lake faces. <laughs> yep, that was a big deal when we went there. That was one of the coolest parts of the book. We'll get to that. Lord of the Rings esque. Yeah, they go to all these magical fantasy places with capitalized names. Jaina and Jag back on Coruscant defeat Javis Tear. The evil <laughs> journalist and his evil spy droids. And then they embarrass Dala on TV when they try to capture the frozen horns from prison. Mm-hmm. They were on display. Oh, how dare you? 
disrespect the Jedi. And it's, the, you know, that plays into the public opinion game. Yeah. That does, is an undercurrent the whole time. And then kind of just gets overwritten with, we do magic through the TV now. The Sith meet Abeloth while chasing ship to her planet. Yeah. Nature is deadly. <laughs> this planet is very, kills, this, kills just about everybody that goes there. The like, seaweed kills months. people. The flowers kill people. Yeah. And then the Sith head from Abeloth's planet to sinkhole station to clash with the Skywalkers. And Vistara salutes them on her way out as the only survivor on the Sith side. Yeah, that was a badass move. Just see you later. That's actually a heck of a foreshadowing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I the didn't... first time we see her, she is the only Sith survivor. And she's like, salute. Gotta go, bud. <laughs> and then where do, where do we see her last? Backflipping into her escape ride, getaway drive. I mean, oh yep. my god, that's escape cool. That's works. some good. That's some, yeah. <laughs> <Her> escape drive. <laughs> uh, don't mix it up with your USB drive. You'll never get anywhere. Now, that was cool. Her send off at the end. Like, okay, so let's get more into the, I guess the details. The mind walking, going to Sinkhole Station was creepy. This is like creepy horror time. Remember, they're like everything's yeah. dark and there's weird things moving. Lights are flashing red. Purple and... lights somewhere, and yeah. And then you know Ben go Ben ends up handcuffing people to the floor, and his dad's starving and and thirsting to death. Luke goes and learns all this mystical stuff from a goat man. Yeah, <laughs> beyond shadows, which was probably the coolest new force power. I think. mm Hmm. And definitely the biggest and most used one. That mind walking beyond shadows. What? What is that? It's like, um, um, like, was it pulling your soul out of your body? Like, it's like spirit teleporting to real places, though. Yeah. Because all those places exist. And I guess at this point, when these mind walking, it's like, are these places real? We don't know. But yeah, they're all on Abeloth's planet. It's like going to the ethereal plane, kind yeah, of. Yeah, he's just like. You know, the ancient one kapows you out of your body mm-hmm. so you can learn a lesson, Doctor Strange. Ah. And, yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> Java's tear thing was all annoying. It made yeah, a lot yeah. of sense for, okay, the, the Jedi have such a negative public uh, opinion right now or negative public standing that some journalist is going to, you know, I'm going to do some like shady things and dig deeper and twist the knife. And I'm going to make a name for myself on the back of the Jedi are bad people. Yeah. Sure. Exploitation. Sure. And then that's Jane and Jags. They're just like making out in a limo. Yeah, that that that's where we tell fake going. secrets, or they tell a real secret, and then that becomes a problem. Ah. Yeah, that's where we start complaining in the big time. Yeah, why why is Jane doing that? That kind of stuff. Uh, Sith and Abeloth teaming up on her planet. That's pretty neat. They meet her, and they just think, "Oh, she's very powerful." But look how stupid she is. <laughs> Can't wait to use this fool. And then they go to Sinkhole Station, and it's all bad, bad, bad. Yeah, the. And it feels like it, this is where we spent the most time learning a thing. The mind walking? Yeah. It, like the other ones took like whole books hmm. even. But this is, it was like a focused long it, section. That's because it was a big part of the plot. Yeah. The, Let's go back to learning the, to speak to the Aang T mm-hmm. and flow walking. We already know about flow walking and we don't use it in the story again. We go back to the lightning dudes. All right. Lightning rod is really helpful. If you think about what I just thought of 10 minutes ago, that the Sith love lightning. 
Mm-hmm. What a useful power that would be to put into practice. That doesn't happen. But we don't focus on that lightning power so much because the plot of that story is actually overthrowing this ancient civilization who who uh, are being misled. Yeah, breaking through the lies and like... And then the anti... Yeah, various kind... Like, because through this series, there's the, the slavery plot. Exactly. And that's like... It's a different kind of slavery. Slavery to the past yeah, and to that. Yeah, there's a whole lot of overcoming the past to be better people that we know we should be. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's I, where that I pays. guess if I could just throw that out there plainly. <laughs> but then, you know, we come to the Mind Walkers and we are going to use all of these places, this idea of becoming ethereal spirit, all the way to the end now. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. We spent a ton of time on that in this book and we spend a lot of time there. In Sinkle Station with Ben and Beyond Shadows with Luke, with the Gotal guy and the the given skeleton man too. I forgot about him till just and, now. And all the and how did I just remember those names? Yeah, I wasn't names? sure. I, I knew names. Gotal. I didn't know the other one. It came to me. I thought it was his name for a second. It's not given. <laughs> oh my god! Sinkle Station was cool though, man. I guess we're in the what was cool part, right? That was cool. Yeah, a lot. Everything was cool. That's the thing of these books. A lot of the st- every individual book is full of really really cool stuff. The question to building a excellent series is how do you use all of that cool stuff in interconnected ways mm-hmm. across all nine books to come to a fulfilling and satisfying conclusion where we've used so much of what we learned along the way to overcome the challenge. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of what we learned was left on the cutting room floor. But that, again, could be explained by the potential of series and series and series of books moving forward, right? Yeah, which I'm you sure... You don't want to use up everything you put in the tank if you're like, well, there, there could be 30 more books, man. Yeah, we can <laughs> use this technique 10 books from now. Like, and it'll be great. You covered Celestials all the way. No, cut all that out. <laughs> right? Leave it for the rest of us or something. I don't know. Uh, we can't have 60 chapter books. 40 is enough. And what paid off moving forward? I mean, the, the mind-walking the, the, thing, for that, sure. That whole... That Jaina whole and Jag coming together to overcome a, a small inconvenience. Right? All the slaves to Abeloth's influence and just, what she was doing. And just the, the da- general dangerousness of Abeloth's planet in general, because that's all her control. Mm-hmm. She is constantly toying with killing everyone at any moment. And that's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Book four, Backlash, by Aaron Alston. I don't think I said that on the first one. He wrote the first one. Yes, he did. <laughs> Backlash, where Vistara goes to Dathomir, and Luke follows Vistara to Dathomir with his blood. And then Han, Leia, Alana, and Jaina all come to Dathomir at Luke's call for help, because there's witches about. Which he's breaking the law to do. The Night Sisters are, are causing trouble amongst two clans of people who are trying to decide if men are equal citizens because <laughs> they used to be slaves yeah just to you know we're touching on that theme anyways everybody comes to dathomir which is cool if by the end of the book it didn't i didn't feel like we accomplished nothing here it would have been really cool to have everyone come to dathomir mm-hmm. but luke and alana don't really interact which would be a use for them crossing over. Even even Leia and Luke don't really get a ton of time together. Whatever, whatever. 
Let's talk about what happened in this book before we start breaking it down. Everybody comes to Dathmir, but the Sith are secretly coming as well because Vistara has called them. So yeah, everyone's coming to Dathmir. And they're coming to kidnap them evil witches. Yeah, grow their ranks. Alana fights a big one-eyed mechanic. Mm-hmm. A la a very David versus Goliath. And then she flies the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Dala sends Mandos into the temple. Dala sends Mandalorian armored attackers into the Jedi temple to retrieve crazy Jedi. Cause they're so dangerous. The Jedi must not be allowed to try to fix their own problems. We have to hold them accountable for their actions and failures. And then by the end of the book, Luke and Ben capture Vistara and thus begins our love story. Mm-hmm. What was cool? Rancors. The armored Rancors, yes. <laughs> I for oh my god, I forgot about the first Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. armored Rancors are really cool. They're they're all wearing like helmets and breastplates. Yeah. All the Night Sisters are cool. I didn't love the the I thought the plot was kind of lame about mm. like can men and women get along? Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Star Wars happened a long time ago. <laughs> and like part of the uh, the uh, the subtext of this series is that most of the galaxy is unrefined and uh, and behind cultured times. Yeah. You know, slavery exists everywhere. And if we look at Coruscant as an example of civilization, most of the galaxy is not yet risen to that standard. Yeah. The, and, and so, you know, the, the theme further. here is can boys and girls get along? Yep. But really that's actually, what is that actually talking to us about Ben and Vistara? This backdrop of the, the boys and girls from different clans have to come together is actually about Ben and Vistara. Yeah. A boy and a girl from two very different clans who are going to fall in love and now are going to be working together because they've captured Vistara. Yeah, they're right? trying to trying to work together while also working separately. It's Working against each other. Yes. But having to work together. And that, that comes clear when Vistara jumps in and saves Luke from uh, Night Sisters throwing lightning or whatever. Yeah. Which would have been cool if he would have just been like, lightning, Rowan. Anyways. I, 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 I like seriously the, there's so much lightning all the time I like that how how Luke tracked Vistara yeah, that, is a night sister technique yeah, the that, night sister that, blood trail and that blood trail thing coming back mm-hmm. we used that in the last series yep cool that was cool yeah we used cool. it on Jason yeah yeah it's cool man what pays forward from here what 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 goes forward and pays off from here not the night sisters being abducted never hear about them again no, and you we run into the Sith so often. <laughs> or maybe we do, and I just didn't notice, but no, I don't think we do. Not in any prominent way. Especially that, what's that, sisters that one away. lady. That one lady no that was so central to the story Couldn't of that you. death. But, yep, and she was the night sister who was secretly working with Vistara, who knew that she was a Sith or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up getting, the, like, no, we're actually kidnapping you all. We're not teammates, idiots. Handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Which was cool. When the Sith showed up at the end of the book, they just drop into that field and then it's on. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyways, this was, it was a cool book, but none of this ever comes back again. The only is the... Dionstad dies. 
Yeah. And they the, spell his name wrong throughout most of the book. It's yep. two D's, and almost every time, it's just got one D on it. Mm-hmm. Weird. You get the Ben and Vistara beginning of their relationship and that whole semi-antagonistic thing. Yeah. The, that also, goes forward. There's also a, one part of the book where Jaina blows the secret cover for Alana. She calls Alana her niece. Ah. And uh, guess what? She's not supposed to. No, she's not. <laughs> supposed to say that's my sister. <laughs> but just a signal of this series coming disconnected at book four. Because mm-hmm. the guy had a heart attack after touring book one. Ah, what do you do? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You do the best with what you got. It's no excuse for the full stop of four day time skip in the ninth book that was had nothing to do with this guy's heart attack. But book four was cool, man. It had, it I like you were saying, even though this was one of those like Alana flew the morning like uh, stutter steps of the series. Yeah, like we there's, stopped and spun tires. And there, there was a lot that we're like, hey, that's really cool. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like there was individually each book very cool, a lot of fun interesting set pieces and characters and action you know yeah but, didn't but the like, way that it connects together is not quite it's not quite uh i don't know the level i expected from my memory i <laughs> yeah. guess really that's what i'm measuring this against right is what i remember of it but let alana beats a mechanic with 3po and the nexus help and then she flies the millennium falcon collects a whole thousand feet of fence with it but <laughs> she flies the Millennium Falcon, man. That's so cool. Now, that doesn't come up. That doesn't pay off again. She gets imagine to if pilot seat. Imagine if she's the one who flies them and the baby bearables out of the temple. Han's incapacitated. Yeah, he, the cockpit got blown up, and she's flying from a secondary computer. No, oh, that doesn't make sense. Nah, would have been cool to come up again though. Let's keep moving. Book five, allies. By Christy Goldman. Where the Sith outnumber the Skywalkers. And they offer a truce to fight Abloth. As we leave Dathomir, there's a whole fleet of Sith up there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. As Vistara called them. As you think you're taking her captive. Well, switcheroo. <laughs> you take one. And then the thousand take two. <laughs> and now you're forced to work with the Sith. To fight Abeloth. Prisoner of circumstance. Because the Sith are like, hey, our Jedi, or Jedi, our apprentices are going crazy too. Wink. Let's team up. Because, you know, they're learning about the galaxy. Mm. Speaking of team ups, Ben and Vistara team up to save the Fountain of the Ancients at Klaatooine from Dion's dad. I guess he didn't die in the last book. He dies in this book. <laughs> and they do like that cool move. What was it? Like somebody, the two of them are on the back of a speeder. She's on, and she like front yeah, she like jumps off. I don't remember. And... They did some really cool action set piece jump flip through the air, slow motion, cool thing. Yeah, where Stop she like slices some. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, when Dorvin saves Raynar Thol from Mando's at lunch, Jane and Lando are dog court judges. Jedi and the Sith then track Abeloth to her home planet. The Sith fail to magic net her, while Luke meets Callista. And then kills Abloth. Easy. <laughs> Easy piece. Civil War starts on Klaatooine. A slavery uprising because yep. of that uh, fountain. Because of that. Near 
disaster. And then the Sith end up like cutting it all apart anyway. Yeah, they they cut a piece off, which we also never find again. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. That is still out there in their. Uh, but how many of them even exist anymore? Of the of what of the how many uh, of the lost tribe live by the end of this book? Because they all come to Coruscant. Coruscant gets all melty, and Abeloth ain't on their team anymore. Mm-hmm. How many of them by the end of the book survive? I don't know, but there were thousands of them there. Maybe ten thousand at some point, depending on the different ratios you get throughout the books. Yeah, but. It almost seems like Vistara is the only survivor of the Lost Tribe, which fun to seem like that and then surprise us later on. But mm-hmm. who else do we even remember? Uh, only the dead ones. Who exactly? The only the only Sith from the uh, from the Lost Tribe that were named important characters were all murdered. Yep. So. Yeah, they're all dead. So all the important ones. That's not really going to pay forward. No. Um, that's not the point, though, is it? We're talking about cool stuff from allies. You know what was cool? I thought the the way that the Jedi and the Sith had to team up to get through the Maw with like Lando's weird gravity tugger boat ship mm-hmm. thing. That was a bit of a stalling tactic to like get everybody to go together. And and remember, uh, if you remember at Klatooine. The Jedi were already ready to go, but we were waiting for Lando's ship or something like that. Yeah, the rock pusher. Or the Sith were stalling so that they could steal a piece of the thing. Either way, um, I, I liked the way that they had to use this gravity ship to get through the gravity wells. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I liked Lando showing up a little bit, but just his toys are important. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me use your stuff. I don't really want to hear from you too much. Yeah, and that's other than I make you a judge of dog court. We, we we helped you on Kessel, so you come help us now. The fountain of the ancients thing was kind of cool, and like the, you know, we break this ten million year old pact of slavery between the huts and the Clatuinians, the dog facers. Ah, there's yeah, because they signed some crazy contract that they're just gonna be their slaves forever. Yeah, forever <laughs> in perpetuity. Yeah. As long as existence exists. <laughs> and then like, yeah. and then so then the, the Jedi and the Sith get into the Maw, right? And they go to Abeloth's planet, which is cool. Like Ben and Vistara are like together. It's fun. They have a lot of flirty banter. Mm-hmm. And then when the when they all team up to fight Abeloth and then it's like, oh, the, the Sith have betrayed us. They're trying to capture her in a net. That was interesting, but so stupid. At the time... It's a way. It's it's an interesting way to show us that we know nothing about this force that is Abeloth. Yeah, we know nothing about her capabilities. We don't know if we're over or underestimating her at all. Mm-hmm. The answer is under every time, every like, single by, time by an inexplicable, ununderstandable division. You can't even fathom the fathoms in between <laughs> your guess nice. and reality. Yeah. I understand, I understand. That was cool. What 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 was cool that paid forward? What that paid off later on? Not not a whole mm. bunch more of the slavery plot going forward, which ties Actually, into uh, Abeloth and all her yeah, slaves. She's, she's taking everything yeah. as in slaves. And the like the Jedi going crazy, that's that's a, her form of slavery. And Luke meets his old girlfriend's spirit, Callista, mm-hmm. inside of Abeloth. Which later 
he majorly injures her with that. Yeah. So that I guess that carries forward. And the last time we, he you know, saw we her was she was in a computer. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> right. I forgot about that aspect of Callista, computer ghost. Yep. Important. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Book six, Vortex, where Jaina and Lando leaving Klaatuin are attacked by Sith pirates because the Sith are building their fleet. Mm-hmm. The Lost Tribe. They're stealing ships because they're wizards. Vistara locks Ben in the med bay of the Jade Shadow because ship is coming to Abeloth planet and she wants to be the one to tell everybody. We've killed Abeloth, but we're sticking around to figure her out. Let's explore her I don't know, her planet, her living area. Let's see what we can find out about her while we're here, now that she's dead and we're all safe. Right? <laughs> Makes perfect sense. That was so easy. Everybody <laughs> fights over Abeloth's body because we all want to be the one to study her. Science, right? Yeah. We need to know what this shape-shifting tentacle monster is who yeah, has well, my girlfriend's personality in her. We need to understand this un- understandable thing. Yeah, so let's fight over her body and then, psych, it's not her. It's Dion Stad. Luke Skywalker killed Dion Stad in the last book, not Abeloth. Hey, in a book about facing the consequences for your failures and mistakes, that doesn't come up again. Yeah. You murdered that guy. Yeah, you got tricked. But, but- hey, good conscience, guys. Yeah, he's, he's uh, still he, dead. Uh, he, he dead. You killed him. That don't come. I up. think he feels bad for a hot second. I but... think he does for a minute. Yeah, but but then the Jedi are declared sane by Dalla's doctor, who knees one of them in the junk. <laughs> to <laughs> see if you remember would... that scene. Yeah, see if he would attack him. Obviously, he's sane because he didn't attack me when I kicked him in the balls. <laughs> what the hell was that? Honestly. It's, it's a sound way of doing it. Like, really? But it's it so does so... not fit the tone of the scene no. or the book or the seriousness of the threat. There's Mandalorians sieging the Jedi Temple. And how do we defuse it? A swift kick to the nuts. Yeah, the apprentice gets shot on the temple steps. And then kick to the nuts. Yeah. We're all good to go home now. Okay. Grandmaster Kent Hamner has a secret no-launch Stealth X deal with Dala. And that comes out to the rest of the order. Was it Dollar or was it Boatu he had that deal with? Um, and he's like, Boatu will tell you when it's good to go because oh, right. he's going to yeah. work Dollar because they're doing their thing together. You're right. You're right. But it was uh, it uh, it was she in was order involved. to appease Dollar. Yeah. It was well. This will if I make this deal with Boatu in secret without consulting the council, idiot. If I if I do this, it will keep Dollar off our backs. So yeah. It was the deal with Buatu to appease Dala, and when you know, that alienates the entire Jedi Order. Now, the Jedi and the Sith, who are on Abeloth's planet, see the White Throne in the Pool of Knowledge. What's his name? Tylen. Yeah, drinks out of the thing. Uh, They all duke it out in the cave until Luke and Ben are barely able to survive walking out of there. And then, I can't leave Vistara behind. They got to go chase Abeloth, though, to the fallen Assy at Perder, which it kind of goes wild out there, right? It, they show up there and it looks like, ah, oh, there's death and pestilence and there's a horrible plague here. And Luke's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I've seen magic before. 
That's not that's not sickness. That's just magic. Um, the Mandos kill Mahdi Vaughn at Bladu Sextus, where there's mm-hmm. a giant slave revolt happening. The Mandalorians murder a news person. Uh, yeah, on live TV. To prove that Dalla is on the wrong side of things. Just in case you weren't sure. <laughs> uh, Saba kills Kent Hamner so the Jedi can fly away to save Luke at Peter and fight the Sith fleet that's there after Abeloth escapes again. Alana finds lizard babies in the basement of the temple. Now, let's talk about what was cool with this book. Fighting Abeloth. Mm-hmm. Skipped so, over that part. We go to Peter, we chase her down, and then we fight her. Yeah, again. And we almost die. Lava. And then we kill nets. her. Yeah. Lava. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she like almost kills Luke with lava, right? Yeah. Splashes on his chest or something. And we kill her. Not so easy this time. And then she walks right back <laughs> in the room, yeah. man. Really not so easy. I struggle to the death to kill her the first time. And she just walks back in the room with her body still on the floor. And that was one of the coolest. That was one of the coolest things I've read in any Star Wars book. Yeah. This dangerous, dangerous threat. Brand new character that we don't understand. Tentacle beast. Finally killed her. Luke Skywalker had to practically almost give his life, right? To get Mm -hmm. this win. And then he's like, as he's like almost dying, laying on the ground, staring at her dead body. She just walks back in the room in another body. <laughs> oh my god, that yeah. was horrifying. And then you know we that's where move forward from talent. there. Ben's unconscious, or Luke goes unconscious. Ben's in a force net which they tried to use to capture Abeloth in the last book. Mm-hmm. She's got Ben in one, and then Vistara turns on everybody and saves us all. Yeah, saves she, the she, she kills galaxy. Talon because he's turning into a monster. And, uh, uh, you know, she, Luke, and Ben are able to escape because the Jedi show up after having launched from Coruscant and they start pew-pew-pewing. Yep. And that was cool. That battle between Saba and Kent Hamner, which would, if if they didn't launch those ships, Luke's dead. He's not getting out of there. Mm -hmm. He is so dead. He's already almost dead. But Ben and Vistar managed to drag him out type of thing, right? Yeah, it was a... Ned, Kent Hamner was a sad, if not necessary, thing oh, yeah. for Saba he, to do. He absolutely had to die. Yeah. And, but she, didn't, she wasn't trying to kill him. And we don't really face the consequences of that either. Because you know what we do? We make her acting grandmaster in a triumvirate with the government. Yeah. So. She gets promoted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For real. <laughs> in a series about face the consequences of your actions. Don't really. We just kind of, we kind of don't do that there. Here's she some, she didn't want the leadership, so that's kind of a consequence. Here's something that pays off moving forward. Uh, it's also the first time that we no, it's not the first time, is it? No, maybe. We see Alana on the White Throne in the Pool of Knowledge. I think Luke had already seen it beyond shadows. Uh, but but everybody maybe. sees it here. Yeah, in Abeloth's cave. Everybody sees it. The Sith see it. And that's what started the ben, Sith Jedi Star, fight. Yeah. It's Luke saw him side eye at the pool of knowledge and he was like, lightsabers on. <laughs> yeah. This can't get out. Yep. Murder time. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they all get away till Peter. But that was that that carries forward. Mm-hmm. And then 
doesn't pay off because Alana being on the white throne is becomes the reason for her secret identity throughout the entire series because she is such a powerful figure in the future. We have to protect her now, right? Yeah. And then I think all of the lost tribe must be dead because then we just tell everybody who she, well, we tell her everybody, her name and who else would know about the white throne. Abeloth, who's allegedly dead. Maybe High Lord Warkin at one point. Oh, what, what, no, no, no. All of the Sith found out. All of the Sith found out. Um, because if one I, Sith found I, out, they all found out. And maybe not. No, Vistar told that group in the last book. Right. That, and so then they all knew. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking that they all knew. Because somebody told them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... Anyways, uh, that doesn't come up. That doesn't pay off uh, in the conclusion. Her being safe on the white throne, type yeah. of thing. Like the the uh, sanctity of, of upholding this vision is not something that we care about at the end of the book. Yeah, but it plays all the way through. Yeah, it it does make for tension in the rest of the series from here going forward. But ship comes back. Always you know, fun. He's connected with Vistara. Uh, I mean, he's the one who takes them off later. Uh, this there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff happening in this book, but like again, connectors, man. Yeah, there are good connectors, but some of the things that we did didn't end up ever coming back. That's all. Yeah, or if they did, they were subtle enough that we didn't notice. Yeah, and I'm stupid, so it's possible. Let's move on. <laughs> book seven, conviction. Bye. Aaron Alston. Where Luke, Ben, and Vistara chase Abeloth to Nam Koryos, where the bad bugs live. And some guy is doing experiments, and there's Theron listeners here to teach you how to take on other people's traumatic memories. Uh, there's storms when you use the Force and magic crystals, and another old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Ben and Vistara flirt lots and fight well together. They save a baby. <laughs> yeah remember the yeah. storm blows through ripping houses off stilts and stuff. jumping through this house as it's fallen over yeah <laughs> save a toddler on the street jackpot alana saves her mommy from nightmare fire guy on clatooine where everybody's come to have a, a referendum on how bad slavery is tahiri is sentenced to death but escapes prison with boba fett and admiral dalla <laughs> yeah chief of state Natasi Dahl. Why was she in jail? I can't remember. Because she uh, sieged the Jedi Temple and with the yeah. her Mandalorians. Because her Mandalorians did a bunch of bad stuff. That's right. Right, idiot. And she kept using them. <laughs> and so now we have a triumvirate government of uh, murderer of the Grand Master of the Jedi Order, uh, secret bad guy in, st- in disguise, uh, General Jackson, and secret bad guy in disguise, Lydia Pogorski, I think, or... Or a different secret bad guy. What, well, what, what was her name? Yeah. Treen. Uh, yes, Senator, Senator Treen. Treen. Senator Treen. I didn't write about them at all. This is, there's they a whole did, bad guy group matter. of Imperials that are scheming for power in the background. But we knew they were never going to get close to any of what they wanted. They were just going to kind of bumble things up for everybody else along the way. Right? Mm-hmm. So. A misdirect. That's <laughs> a bit of were. a misdirect, yeah. Uh, let me see. So she escapes prison, which... <laughs> that whole scene is awesome. Although we didn't get the Dala and Tahiri 
fight in the prison yard that I thought we were going to yeah. get for sure. Just the, st- the way just that the it was stab. all set up and they were passing each other in the hallways and like chirping at each other, walking through the hallways uh, of the prison where the, what was it? The guy, the, the guy who runs the prison was like trying to set him up for like a cool dog fight. Yeah. Got Weren't it. they even put in prison cells across from each other? Yeah, see <laughs> each other across. Ah, <laughs> uh, back to the main story though. Luke rips Callista right out of Abeloth because he learned it from the Theron listeners. Yeah, he pulled that used memory that one, out and s- and then used it right away. He let ow. Mm-hmm. That hurts. That sent her running. That hurt. And, yeah, it sends sends her running. And then everybody escapes from Nam Corios. Slightly less alive. I think Abeloth is goo at this point. Yeah, is that when she turns I think after she leaves here, next time we see her, she's a pile of goo inside of ship. Watching eight different news channels at the same time. Which I I gotta wonder. How did she... Alright. Conviction. Where I wanted to throw the book in the garbage. For sure. When we spent so much time with a reporter talking about Running cables down into the cave so that we can get a live shot of Abeloth. Guess what never, ever came up again? People need to see this monster. Yep. It did come up one one more time near the end of the book. I think the last book. Where, to, when Tahiri and Boba Fett are, um, are fighting Abeloth at the Moon Maiden mm-hmm. uh, installation facility... Isn't there a moment where somebody thinks about, like, get a camera or something? Or is that... Yeah. They see her on a camera or it, something like that. Luke and Ben again later. It's, it does one other time. Yeah. Someone says, get a camera. No, it was Tahiri. And then she's like, no time for that. Yeah. Right. As a chirp at this book. <laughs> and later in the ninth book, they're like, yeah, get a camera. No way do we have time for that crap. Anyways. Yeah, because we spent... I hated that part. But pages I just, laying cable and then just snip. But... Like the the sills were really cool, yeah. The four storms thing was cool. Old girlfriend was old by then. I'm sick of that. Abeloth and like the encounter with her here was I don't know, kind of lackluster, right? We just went down into the basement, passed some suffering people, and then there she yeah was. did like a Vulcan mind meld to yeah, her, and, and then like I'm, I'm gonna pull my girlfriend's personality out of you. So she can be a ghost in the ghost world instead of a ghost in the machine or the monster. And and that was <laughs> like what? And that was one thing that may have really turned like as bad as Avaloth was. Turned Avaloth like flipped her switch because she was the only good part of her. That's uh, so funny that you remember that because yeah, specifically stated that Callista is Avaloth's conscience. Yeah. Because she's like the only personality aware enough and good enough to rise above the surface of Abeloth's thoughts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Whose fault is this really? <laughs> Luke causes when, more when destruction. You rip a chunk out of her and send her into full psycho mode. Yeah. Where before maybe she just wanted six hugs to fill her tentacles. Mm-hmm. But now she wants millions and millions. And yeah. I don't know. What else? What else paid off moving forward? Alana, Alana having another vision. Yeah, she ends up having two or three visions: visions of the bearables, and then this vision of her mom. Mm-hmm. And then I thought maybe there was another one earlier on at Castle or at Dathomir, but I don't think so. 
Two visions in the span of a year, though, is like wild. Yeah, that's a ton. It's showing how pro- progressed she is and how perceptive her. she is to the latent force. Yeah, right. Like it, she is a, with no training. She's a receiver. Yeah, yeah no training at no, all. No training. I don't know what Grandma's been teaching her. Probably some stuff, but like politics stuff, apparently, because she's great at that. <laughs> what else was cool here? Valen and Gisela show up. I, they cause a little bit of trouble. Uh, Luke Skywalker gets shot down out of the sky, and then uh, the part where they had to like they the had VW to, like, bug or whatever. Yeah, exactly. His bus. They, they had to like hand repair the ship with a bunch of junk, and then push it across the desert for a while. Yeah, they. they there was some it. fun stuff in there, and then we find reporters and we backflip out of the ship again. Whatever. Yeah, not a whole lot. I went don't forward. even remember really. The confrontation with Avalon. No, because it was so quick. It was all We spent these... more time laying cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. And then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, all the squirming people on the ground because they were in pain or fear or whatever. Feeding off their agony. And then he's... You can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And she runs away. Runs away to book eight. Mm-hmm. Ascension. By Christy Golden. Where the tribe and Abeloth now team up to kill Luke Skywalker. Because that's important to her. It's been important to her several times. Kill Luke Skywalker. Get Luke Skywalker. Hurt Luke Skywalker like he hurt me. She said that on Peter. Yeah. Before he ripped this chunk out of her. Mm -hmm. Okay. This has been her goal. This is book eight. Get Luke Skywalker has been her goal. Let's remember that when we get to book nine. And she could have absolutely gotten him. Yeah. And didn't try. Anyways. She and the Sith team up. She's, they're going to work together to kill Luke Skywalker. But she doesn't like their attitude. So she melts their planet. <laughs> A little bit of volcano foreshadowing there. Mm-hmm. Vistara's dad kills her pet, which is pretty rude. Luke, Ben, Vistara, and Jaina, and the Jedi, jump uh, across the galaxy searching for Abeloth. Later, find her volcano trap. But they just miss the one Sith on Korriban, don't they? Just Just miss him. The dog, the hounds come out. They're like, woof, woof, woof. You're not supposed to be here. Vistara says, go hide. Tell anybody you see to hide. Which is ironic, right? And they do. They already are. They have them. For, like, hundreds of years. Yep. Or... Decades at least, right? Uh, however long they're there and nobody sees them. Homeboy, who is their leader, survived Order 66. Yeah. So they're, they're, he's been, they've been around for decades. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just missed him on Korriban, though. Didn't quite pick that up. Couldn't apparently feel them in the force either. Just would have been pretty cool, though, if we would have ran into them. Because that scene. That we got in the last series in the in Legacy of the Force with, I just had her name, Alema Rar, mm-hmm. when she shows up with the one Sith. Yeah. That's a cool, creepy, very ominous scene. And something that we would have said last series never paid off. Yeah. And it still doesn't in this series. One of them comes and shows up and helps. And I guess that is the payoff. Anyways, we'll get to that. Okay. We just missed finding the one Sith. Vistara kills her dad. That's so a Luke big thing. takes her as an apprentice. <laughs> that is a direct one-to-one 
<laughs> connection right there. You killed a man? All right, you can learn now. Not just any man. You killed your father. You, I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that feels to feel like you have to kill your dad. I didn't, though. I, I actually convinced my dad to kill himself for me. Uh, I redeemed him. So I'm better than you. You did a good and thing. And I'll teach you. Next time, you can save your dad. <laughs> Next time. But immediately takes her <laughs> as his apprentice. And, well, the Lost Tribe take Coruscant. So, nice to have your apprentice, but you're not here. The Lost Tribe move in, and they take Coruscant, and the Imperials do a bunch of betrayal. All the moths are backstabbing each other yeah. behind the scenes. Betrayal happening everywhere, as Vistara does a little bit herself at the end of this book. As a brand new Jedi apprentice, of course, she kills... The Jedi Natua Wan to protect her boyfriend Ben from psychedelic pain feeder bugs. Yeah. As everyone else is escaping the volcano. Yeah, the they're all up there breathing in the super hot air and like melting from the inside. Trap was. He like opened up a sewer grate, right? Yeah, kind and of. Ghost came out. And yeah, and no, the, the dead the dead body of one of the Sith. Yeah. And then she exploded, which caused the volcano to erupt, and then they're all running for their lives. So I'm Abeloth. Mm-hmm. I'm setting this trap. Obviously, to get the Jedi out of my way. Yeah. Right? Kill Luke. They're well, yeah, sure. If that works, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Bonus. I don't even mean get them out of my way to kill them. I mean, let's lure them all here so I can go to Coruscant yep. and take trillions of people, right? But how, how do you set up this trap? <laughs> I just don't understand how you open the sewer, a body comes out, and then a volcano happens, okay? I just don't see the Rube Goldberg machine that knocks the marbles into the dominoes and flips the spoon over. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. It was really cool. And then you're right, like the super superheated air after, and like they're all uh, several dead eye. Dead eye? Well, <laughs> yeah. Several Jedi end up dead eye. And that's that's Ascension. Mm-hmm. What was cool? The bug. The bug thing was cool. The bug thing was cool. Vistara being bad was cool. Ruining. Vistara making that Vistara choice. ruining everything at the end of book eight. Yep. Oh. Mm, mm, ah. But Ben was going to die. Yep. Making the wrong decision for the right reason. And me as a reader, I would rather her betray the Jedi than watch Ben die. Yes, absolutely. So she also did what I wanted. You know what I mean? And not even just in the context of break this relationship apart to have an antagonistic hero and villain crossing paths forever and ever. Yeah. But I, you don't want Ben to die there. Although... No. Wow, what a consequence for your father to face. <laughs> yeah, you sent I led three... everyone here and I sent three kids by <laughs> themselves to deal with drug bugs. Yep. Ah. You go check the cave because I don't actually trust you, Vistara, so let's send you not where the temptation is. Yeah. And you're forced to make that decision. And the Sith ambush on Korriban was cool. The Lost Tribe ambush, I should, I should be more clear. Where Vistara ends up killing her dad... Mm-hmm. And how does she do it? By shit talking him. Yeah. 
distracts him. Yeah, with talk of how of her mother and how Abeloth has manipula- manipulated you and how look at how terrible you are. And uh, cut your head off. Yeah, his emotions sure. get the best of him. He opens up his defenses, and she's super good and special. Yeah. <laughs> she really is, though. And yeah. what a fun villain to have. Yeah. Like, she's not just High Lord whoever the hell. She is the most special of all of the Sith, and maybe the only one who survived from her tribe. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, what pays forward? What moves from book eight through book nine and pays off? Other than Vistara's Kinda. stuff? So the Imperial backstabbing and stuff. We get all set up for Dala to have some friends and then go mm-hmm. into hiding. And whatever ends up happening with her at the end of the series. Exactly. Yep. I'm assuming she runs back to the Maw or something. I'm assuming she gathers Imperial <laughs> politics power and then quickly takes over from Vitor Rich. I don't know. Like, who knows? You know? And then gets old and we don't, older and dies because yeah. she's already whatever, 70. I'll tell you something that definitely pays forward. The volcano stuff. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. been drip dropped all through and oh boy. Book nine, Apocalypse by Troy Denon, where the Jedi come back to Coruscant to save it from the Sith after they gave it to the Sith on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, We'll be back. It's fine. That literally happened. That was a real conversation written from Luke Skywalker, where he said, we're going to leave and we're going to let the Sith take Coruscant so that we can have them all in one place and come back and get them. Yeah. Mm -mm. That is how do you possibly give up so much? Mm -hmm. Anyways. We had a whole conversation about that. Yeah, go when check it, it out. <laughs> one of them, 83 episodes. One of the more recent ones. But by God, the Jedi come back to Coruscant to save him from Sith and don't know Abloth is there. Luke, Ben, and Vistara lie and cheat their way into the High Lord's office and get him killed. While Han and Leia are saving Jedi students. And Alana has another vision. This one of the bearable babies. Mm-hmm. Bad things are going to happen to the lizard babies. We have to go save them. Hey, eight-year-old. Bigger problems. Bigger problems across the galaxy and more specifically in the Jedi Temple. Yeah. But that that <laughs> you know. that shows to our... Um, you have to do the right thing. Yeah. And that's where she's at. She's she's She hasn't been corrupted by life yet, really. Right. So this is the right thing to do. So we have to do it, not... We can sacrifice that. And it's a bit of her dad. Mm-hmm. Mr. Animal Boy. Yep. She's got a new pet. She's an animal kid, just like her dad. Mm-hmm. She loves the baby lizards. She wants to go save them, just like her dad would have once upon a time. <laughs> Before becoming jaded and destroyed by life. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty... That's, that's uh, another vision, though. I pictured... The, the baby Barabels as like little iguanas hmm. uh, like black and scaled oh, yeah? instead but like iguanas running all over the place I don't know why I've got them more like legged salamanders smaller thinner like up on two legs kind of deal nope okay four, yeah, I don't know man four legged salamanders they're scooting around but they're not like big and spiny like an iguana like they don't have that big rib cage okay but they I don't know to each their own. Yeah. Let's move on. Luke Skywalker sends Raynar Thull to go become a bug after 
having just recovered from being a bug for decades. Years of recovery. Like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. He, what, it's been... But you know what we'll do? Six months. We'll give him to the bugs, and then we will just simply go get him back. That's his plan for everything. Yeah. I'm just going to give you away, and I'll come take you back when I want. Sacrifice... Do the wrong thing well, for the because, greater good. Because here. we need all this information about Abeloth that we get and Celestials and the Ones. And the, it, this book tells us how to defeat her, I guess, and what her weakness is that she wants the family. Mm-hmm. But we got to also take back the temple. So we go to do that, and the Jedi get ambushed. And Vistara blows up the Falcon cockpit. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Tahiri and Fett, meanwhile, over at the Moon Maiden, team up to teach us that Abeloth. Can we hurt extra if we all do it at the same time to all of her different forms? Because as we saw on Peter, she can be in two places at once, dead on the floor and walking in the room to scare shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but what did they do? They're like, oh, at exactly 12.02 galactic standard time, we put a grenade in her. And they're like, oh, down in the temple, that's when she screamed and ran away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cowabunga down the hole, right? So now we understand how to defeat her. Throughout trying to save the temple, Ben and Vistar are both captured and taken by ship to Abeloth's home planet to drink and make a family. And we hit our triple boss fight showdown. Ben and Vistara in the physical world, fighting her physical form. Luke and Darth Crate in the ghost world, fighting her ghost form. And Saba biting the head off her computer turned body. Yeah. Her computer body given Which physical like, form. So, like, the spirit and the machine thing, not paying off. Because what did she do as a computer? And then what... How did we defeat her as a computer? That didn't work. Yeah, because what she could have done... The ghost thing worked, the physical thing worked. Is when they they get in there to to go after the computer like they were all supposed to do. Yeah. They said that the Sith had locked out the computer systems, not... Avaloth was in the system right. to do it, which is what they could have done instead. Of course. And but, then that would have been some payoff. But but she just comes out in a physical form and we bite her head off. So that's kind of cool anyways. Yeah, it was a you cool know what, death. You know what's interesting is like, uh, I can't think of how to how to have them defeat a machine in a in an interesting way. So let's turn her into a body and bite her freaking head off. <laughs> <laughs> but we get that triple showdown and we beat our villain three times and... Abeloth sort of dies for now. Ben and Vistara break up with the greatest breakup exit of all time, backflipping into ship 100 feet in the air on your way off the planet. Luke and the Jedi break up with Volcano Coruscant and head into their own section of the galaxy. More Sith exist. Luke now knows the one Sith exist. Yeah, we're not ready for He you met Darth Crate. They talked about it. They've got to go find a special knife at a special dimension to be able to kill Avaloth in a special time when she comes back next. We don't really care about the other Sith in the galaxy or whatever ones might be left on Coruscant that we're now leaving again. Yeah, and Coruscant's burning and melting. It's It's literally on fire, and this series about facing your consequences... The Jedi go, not this one. Boom. <laughs> Goodbye. They Vistara salute. And then the hyperspace trails hit and we fly off to the Hapes Consortium. Yep. Where Jaina and Jag get married and give us 
the most permanent, temporary, happily ever after I've ever seen in my life. We got a happy ending to this series in this book. Where most of the things don't really get endings. Because it's an ongoing serial. Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be infinity amount of books, right? Because it had been up to this point for 30 years. Yeah. Or 25 years, whatever. So, you know, we leave the one Sith out there. We don't wrap up the tribe. Vistara gets away. Abeloth will be back. Coruscant is destroyed partially. Mm-hmm. The Jedi are leaving. What about Alana? Everyone knows her name. The the Empire is being run by Vidor Reach because Jag quit. <laughs> There's what so much the happening. Hell is the state of the galaxy at the end of this series? Chaos. Yes. That's what. And it's all Jason's fault. So what was cool in this book? Going to talk to Jason again was cool. Yep. Going to the Lake of Apparitions, the Darth Crate thing was super cool. That was really cool. I excitedly jumped up out of my chair and went to go get another book to cross-reference. To yep. see if it was who I thought it was. That was really cool. It was so cool that that reveal of that you gave to me. Right. <laughs> I was like, so happy about I'd it. I've even only peripherally known of this guy. I've never read anything about Darth Crate. I just know that he looks like... A Sith who wears Yuzhan Vong armor, and that's wild. Yeah. And he takes over the galaxy later. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. And then here he is. Spiky armor? Yellow eye? Who is this man? I'm like, I know who this is. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, Saba biting Mm -hmm. the head off of Abeloth. Really cool, but... uh, No no consequences for her. (laughs) Yeah, no. No consequences. All her babies get saved. All her children get saved. It's no no consequences for her. She got promotion. Yeah. Like, nobody has any real consequences at the end of this. Um, Because we didn't really end up losing anything. We lost our home temple on Coruscant. mm -hmm. And we have to move on from that. We lost our reputation in the galaxy. We lost esoteric things. Yeah. Intangibles. Intangibles. But nothing... Super major. None like, of our main characters. Like looking really... back at the last series, a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the next series, a lot of loss, tangible loss. This series kind of wraps up with everybody just being like problem solved for now. Yeah, the promise and they know of danger. That. They know that. Yeah. Which is different, but yeah. We killed the the villain three times. Go team. She'll be back. <laughs> so, I mean, that that even that's cool. Mm-hmm. The threat of Abeloth will be back. The threat of the one Sith will be back. The threat of Vistara will be back. That's all cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And I wonder if it feels like it's all, it's all really cool if the stories <laughs> had continued. Yeah, I, know. I wonder if it feels less cool because we're not going to get it. Yeah, it's all dead threads. It's yeah. all dead ends now that are ne- we're never picking up. Yeah. Which maybe is part of the overall dissatisfaction coming through the series is knowing like whatever happens, it's done. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. And there is going to be a lot of stuff that's left. Mm-hmm. But that's it, man. That's the series. Mystical Volcano Chaos Goddess resets the universe. While we learn, there's secretly been Sith everywhere all along. 
<laughs> the Jedi have to face the consequences of their failures, except Melted Coruscant, because we out of here. Thoroughbred light side and dark side teens fall in love and end as potential perpetual adversaries. And at least one Solo gets a happy ever after. Because mm-hmm. the books stop being written. Jaina Solo and Jagged Fell... Married bliss for all of eternity. <laughs> they get to be and happy I'll, forever. I'll take that. Freeze frame fade away forever on the two of them at the altar. Yeah. I. Uh, that's a good vision. That's an incredible ending for yeah. this Legends, mm-hmm. you know, catalog. Yeah, I'm okay with that, actually. Truly. Yeah, I agree. So how was the series, Tim? You, having not read it. Coming off of the last series, I mean, we don't, we're not comparing, we don't need to compare the two series, but like, no. just coming off of that story, what did you think of this story and the crazy direction that this series went? And, and that that's what made this series, I think, for me, uh, maybe a little more interesting uh, than it was for you, because you, you'd read I, it already. Yeah. I This is all new, from Abloth, and like the Celestials. And like unexpected? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Because what... How about this? What did you think we were going to be getting into as a next thing? Like, what would the next nine book threat be? Tentacle monster from the Maw in ancient times. <laughs> probably not high on the list. It, right? it wouldn't have even registered. Right. It's not even a guess you can have. The series is... The series is awesome. Yeah. It's a good series. It's fun. The books are good. The characters are mostly great other than xenophobic Ben at the beginning when he should definitely know way better. But remember, he shows up yeah. on Keldor. Wow, those guys are weird. Look at all these weird looking aliens. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, overall, man, the series was, was really fun. I like, and I like the ending. I like where we ended up mm-hmm. with nothing really resolved. It's a bunch of band-aids on the dam. Yeah. You know, and like the, the Sith will be back. Abloth will be back, even if it's however many thousands of years in the future. Vistara oh, will be back. Mm hmm. But yeah, not. And <laughs> yeah, and the Sith always. And it's a good, you never know what the future will hold kind of well, and thing. And knowing Darth Crate and having the Legend comics already out, mm-hmm. you know that guy is going to take over the galaxy. That's coming. Like there's, there's a lot there, man. It's a really, it's a fun ending with the triple boss fight and we burn down Coruscant with a volcano and stuff. Big things. A lot of big, big stuff went down. But as with a lot of fantasy or, or, or science fiction or just fiction in general, not a lot of realistic consequences. Mm -hmm. Half the planet got melted Billions of people died and the Jedi are like, see you later. And everyone seems to be okay with that. Yeah. Cause they're all sick of them from magic news network. Yeah. Anyways, I thought Luke Skywalker was too much the same. Mm-hmm. What should he have learned from the last series to do something? Take action. Yep. Not to leave the nest. And let the bad guys take over. Uh, what about Ben? Ben had an incredible series. Yeah. Him him and Vistara falling in their first love 
That was a really fun story. They had that connection over the diary where they like, uh, where he, he held her down. He freaked out. She was writing a fake note to her fake dad that she wished she had type of thing. And then they end up, you know, hugging, kissing, whatever. And like the end of it where the standoff and showdown and she's got a jump flip over their heads and escape in this ancient Sith vessel. Like the Ben of Vistara story was awesome. Let's let's talk about that. What are our main plots here? We have a love story. Mm-hmm. We have a mythical monster story. And we have a general bad guys, a hidden bad guys taking over story. Yeah, and, uh, and I think they all played out pretty cool. And the whole slavery plot line. Right. That's more of, of like a, what, well, that's more of like a, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's more of flavor f- to reflect the other plots. Really. Yeah. But yeah, I just think the things that Abeloth wanted were kind of unclear and shifted along the way, mm-hmm. which can be okay because she's chaos. Yeah. That's okay. In the end, it, only in the final book. Do we cement who she is, what she is, and what she wants? That's a bit of a problem for me. It's the four day pause mm-hmm. in the height of the action. Bit of a problem for me. Cause what do we do from there? We don't really regroup and reset and rebuild to the action. We go from action, dead stop, full action again. We yeah. don't crescendo back up because we already spent the whole book doing that. Yeah, it's uh that's that's just the yeah, way. and that that was would be my biggest criticism. Just, yeah, I don't want to pump the brakes right before the finish yeah, line of the that's whole. All. The whole series was the just the the stuttering, the fast, slow, stop, fast yeah. again. Is, yeah, pacing issues, but overall it was a really fun. I had a fun, I had a fun time. I had a good time. It a, it's been a fun eighteen months. <laughs> yes, it and has nine books. Solid series. Star Wars with new ancient mythological monster. Mm-hmm. That's a mythological monster that has been alluded to for a decade in the books. Yeah. That's fun. That's interesting. I give this series and I give it for you as well. Nine out of nine fates. <laughs> All right. We complained a lot along the way. Sometimes that happens when you spend two months reading one book, but overall it was good for what, Star Wars books are okay. This isn't high intelligence fiction. This is not super meta connection stories. This is not a cohesive narrative from a single storyteller. Yeah. The Star Wars book universe, the expanded universe has always been a disparate collection of stories that struggle to keep a continuity. Mm-hmm. And so this series suffers from some of that as well. But overall, I liked it a lot. I, I liked it a lot. I loved Vistara. I yeah. loved Ben and Vistara. I loved their magical journey, him and Luke. I loved Jaina and Jag at the end. <laughs> yep. I, I didn't buy their conflicts through all the way through. But the Alana story is awesome. And then she gets to be with her mom again. Like, the happy endings at the end are not to be dismissed. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yep. That's it. It's the series. Another series complete. The finale of the new Skywalker and Solo family stories. This is what we, this is where I jumped into the series. I flip over 
betrayal and I say, Jason Solo, who the hell is that? These stories about the Skywalker family and the Solo family. We come to the end of them with the end of the series. There's a couple more books that trickle through after. Yeah, this they- is really the main wrap up of our new family characters. Yeah. Of our new core. Ben and Jaina, the surviving new family members of the Skywalkers and Solos, they're done. We get Crucible, which has Luke and Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. But all our, our new family is over. Mm-hmm. Their stories are complete. And they end on mostly happy endings. 18 books to bring us here. <laughs> Three years from where we started. So what's next? How about 19 more books (laughs) over three more years? (laughs) Starting next week when we preview Star Wars, the new Jedi Order, Vector Prime. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. We got a TV commercial to watch. (laughs) For a book. Right on. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.